This is Husker Online, your authority on Nebraska athletics. Everybody from the season has been bought in. A lot of people have been bought in, but the, the few, the minority that wasn't, they made their choice and you know we, we took care of that situation. And guys see it now. It's kind of hard to see when you're losing, but even amongst the losses, everybody sees it. They see what the potential, they see, you know, what's there for us. And I just feel like when Coach says we're coming, it's just it like what's what it is. It's a lot of young guys who, like I said, know the standard now. They know what to they know what to expect and they know how much to put out. And we're back here on the Husker Online Show. Sean Callahan, Robin Washington, and A. Klaus. That was defensive tackle Darian Daniels in his final game at Nebraska. He played a really outstanding game. Uh, we saw three um, Husker seniors get invited to the East-West Shrine Bowl, Carlos and Khalil Davis and Lamar Jackson. Somewhat surprised Darian Daniels um, wasn't picked up for that game. I mean, I, I would think maybe he's shooting higher. Maybe he's a senior bowl guy. I don't know. Um, but I, I would have thought he'd be at that same level as well. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, he was as good as any defensive player they had this season. Now, he'll, he'll go somewhere, I guarantee it. It'll be interesting, though, just when you look at what they've lost on this defense now. First of all, I want to say this. He talked about guys not buying in. I, I hope we don't have to hear this again after no. this year. I mean, <laughs> yes. I, I think I think we're done with buy-in type things because if it's if by year three there's still people not buying in that's a problem well and you can't blame the previous coaching staff in year three i mean, I mean they've got to be <laughs> at i mean some point it's your guys yeah i i just think you can't even that can't be talked about next year because i mean who, who who's even left at that point i mean there might be a couple guys still left but you, it shouldn't be brought up anymore after this season yeah i agree that's a that's a storyline that i'm sure is very real especially in year one and on even into year two but Year three, uh, eventually it, it becomes not the previous staff's problem, it's your problem. Yeah, exactly. That's that's totally on you at that point. I mean, there will be a couple guys left, I think, from, from previous coaching staffs or whatever. But but if they're still there. But, yeah, exactly. <laughs> if, if you've not eradicated that issue, then you're allowing it to happen. So, uh, yeah, this should not be a deal that we have to hear about a whole lot. Well, more. and the hard thing about that topic all year has been – you know, the natural human nature of people is, I want to know who they are. I want to know the names so I can get mad at those specific guys <laughs> and just be pissed off. And, you know, and, and that was probably the hard, like, you know, they would make these comments, but no names were ever given. And I think that would lead to like a witch hunt. Who are the players? Nate, tell me the names. Damn, dang it. Yeah, I mean, well, <laughs> it. And, and I don't know what good it really does. I mean, if you know who the name is, okay, well, well fine. But you know what? Then what? You know, I think the what it, what it takes is for you to to get rid of the problem. Um, and all you have to do is look at who's been leaving the program and and who's left or who whose playing time went down. Yeah, whose playing time went down. I mean, I think I think if you really take a, a deep dive and look at it closely, you can figure out who who it probably is and. Um, you know, and I think that with, with graduation or whatever, you know, I, I think a couple more of those guys, um, you know, are probably on their way out of the program. All right. Well, let's, let's look at what they lose. Um, you know, a handful of starters on defense, um, their whole defensive line, Darian Daniels, Carlos Davis, Khalil Davis, but they do return a pretty good core next year. Ben Stilley, Damian Daniels, who, who his snap number kind of went back and forth. There were some games he didn't play at all against Iowa, by the way. Uh, but he played 32 against Wisconsin, and that was the most he's played in his career. Um, but then you, you've got Keem Green, Ty Robinson, Casey Rogers, DeAndre Thomas. I mean, they've got six 
pretty good pieces right there on the defensive line next year. But, you know, they, they might even need more still. Yeah, I think they do. Uh, and still there's the need for pass rushers. And <laughs> Nate, I'm sure you'll be asked on a weekly basis of who Nebraska is going to get to supplement that pass rush. But, uh, you know, I think you could probably speak more to it. But the, the junior college offers show that um, they're well aware of the, the one missing piece to what they have back. Yes, they lose a lot up front, but – uh, they, a lot of guys got a lot of snaps, and so it's going to be a relatively experienced group, even though you lose that all three starters. Uh, a lot of guys have played some football, and they did a good job of getting guys like Ty Robinson and Casey Rogers reps, uh, notable reps, uh, towards the end of the season to where those guys are going to hit the offseason you know, a little bit more seasoned than they would have been otherwise. So you know, I think that they're in an okay spot there as long as they can supplement it with those glaring uh, voids right now in that defensive front seven. Nate, I want to move right to linebacker because you're going to have a handle on this more than anybody. But when you look at the linebacker group next year, how much of a flavor could junior college players have to maybe change the perception of what that group will be in 2020? Well, I think it's going to it's going to be a huge uh, change. I, I think there's going to be at least two inside uh, linebackers from, from the junior college ranks in Jamoy Hodge and and maybe Ativa Malga that uh, is visiting this this weekend, and then um, at least one uh, outside linebacker, uh, Junior Aho, that is committed uh, from the junior college ranks, and and maybe possibly another JUCO outside linebacker. So you could be talking four JUCO linebackers potentially, three for sure, in my opinion, uh, that are going to be injected into that that mix there, whether it be inside or outside. So. I mean that's that's a lot of that's a lot of uh, a lot of bodies that have played football already that have some experience that are a little bit more developed than your typical incoming freshman. But at the same time, what's interesting about it is that um, you know the, the two um, the two guys that they have committed right now are four for three players, so they're not your typical JUCO guys. Uh, they were. They're qualifiers out of high school, and you know, you've got a redshirt if you want to use it. But at the very least, you've 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 got them for three seasons. Yeah, that inside linebacker position has gotten deeper and deeper each year under Barrett Rude. I mean, it's a matter of now can some of these guys break out. Colin Miller was a leftover guy that was on the roster. Honus was a Barrett Rude you go recruit. Um, those will be your core guys. But who will be the supporting guys? Can a Joey Johnson? step up could a Luke Reimer could a Nick Henrich could a Jackson Hanna um, you know there's a lot of guys um, at that inside and they, they need at least two but I think special teams too a lot of those bodies um, and I, I one of our posters brought up a great point on special teams guys on that kickoff return for a touchdown eight of the 11 people were walk-ons and then the kicker was number nine um, so you had two true scholarship athletes covering kicks against an NFL kick returner. Well, I wonder how much of that has to do with the way that they shuffled guys in and out of the special teams units to work around those four-game red shirts. It seemed like there was a lot of freshmen that were on kickoff one week or not on it at all the next. And I wonder how much of that had to do with just the, the lack of consistency you know, on special teams. When you don't have the same guys on your coverage units every week, I mean, guys are going to make mistakes probably far more often than they would otherwise. So uh, I wonder if they're going to maybe reevaluate that strategy where I know they want to get freshmen in the game and special teams, you know, in theory is a great way to do that. But if it comes at the expense of, you know, those types of errors, game changing errors and mistakes 
in the third element, um, you know, maybe they need to reevaluate that plan. Well, and I know a lot of people want to automatically say, well, it's Javon DeWitt doing having, you know, eight of your 11 starters being walk-ons or whatever. But, you know, my other question is, okay, well, what was the available pool of guys that he was yeah. able to, to pull many, from? Yeah, how many guys were even available with those registers? Yeah. I was so, surprised, though, Cam Taylor Britt was on some of those units still. Yeah. Well, because – and that was the, the thing that some of the criticism earlier in the year was like, okay, well – You've got a bunch of starters or at least guys that are playing a bunch of time like a JoJo Doman or Cam Taylor-Britt that were, were seeing time on all the special teams units like like Colorado, for example. I know a lot of those players, uh, not only did they play a ton of snaps defensively, but they were also playing a ton of snaps on special teams. So then all of a sudden the fourth quarter came around and they kind of ran out of gas and and so, um, yeah, they. I mean, that's definitely an area that they gotta they gotta figure out a better mix or better better way of using some. Well, some on of those kicker guys. kicker, as we know, and we'll talk about the addition in the recruiting segment, Nate. But they added a JUCO kicker out of Iowa Western. Um, there's no doubt in my mind. There's going to be a shakeup and change at kicker. I mean, there they, has to be. They, I mean, Bear, Bear Pickering's a great kid, great person, but he's not been a great kicker um, with the situation with the injury. And and I know that's out of his control, but you know, they can't really go another year with what they went through with that. I mean, it, it just, yeah. it, it, I mean, it was detrimental. The two kick returns that were, that happened because he shorted the ball twice. I mean, that, that changed games. Well, it seemed that especially the one against Iowa, they had been pooch kicking all game. And then, and then, he then all of a did sudden his own deal. He, he decides to kick it long and Scott Frost had no idea what he was doing after the game. So uh, you got to wonder what was going on there, but uh, yeah, I mean, clearly they, they, cannot go through another season with that type of kicking issues. It's funny because this is a program that has had such a luxury Mm -hmm. of kickers for so many years, and then they just got the complete uh, reverse fortune this season. I think they had five kickers score a point in a game this year. Six. Six. That's unbelievable. Well, think about this. From 2004 to 2017, there were only six kickers total (laughs) in that period that scored points for Nebraska. And that includes Audie Kanalik, who had a couple of spot kicks, but – you know, three of those six played in the NFL. Brett Maher, Alex Henry, Adi Kanalik is a kickoff specialist. Drew Brown kicked in Canada. Your only two non-NFL guys were Pat Smith and now I'm blanking Jordan on Congdon. Jordan Congdon. Yep. And Congdon was a freshman All-American. Well, and reliability is so critical to being a place kicker. Uh, and right now, you just can't say that with uh, Barrett Pickering. All right. We, we could talk more about this for another show, too, as well. But we're going to take your questions in the mailbag. Mike Wheeler is in studio. He'll join us next. You're listening here to the Husker Online Show.